here we are again. <laughs> First time I click go live, it, it crashes. And so I think we're up. We're good to go. Hi, I'm Tom Young, and I'm here for podcasts for money shifts at anchor.com and Tom Young Facebook Live at the Family Money Farm Group. You, you need to become a member. You need to go and join the Family Money Farm Group. The information here is pertinent to your success, to your future survival with the storm growing as it is. The financial storm has arrived, as I mentioned the other day. You know, if you think of storms when they come on, what, what, what is the beginning of the storm? Well, you see some clouds in the sky and some wind is starting to whirl around a little bit. Well, that's what's happening right now, folks. If you don't believe me, wait till you listen to hear some of the stuff that I've got to talk about today. You know, the debt of the federal government, the interest alone is far greater than the total annual revenue of the federal government. How can that continue on for very long? So anyway, we start every program every day with prayers for everybody. Uh, We must pray for everybody as this unfolds into the world because this is a worldwide problem. The COVID-19 and all the things that are going on and the new information that is being found out and released about some of the people that have been in charge of, of rolling this stuff out and information. It is truly, truly scary when we start to realize there are very, very few people in the current state of our government and affairs that is truly trustworthy uh, and, and have our interests at heart and not their own. But again, our prayers go out for everybody worldwide that have been affected by this COVID-19 virus going around, China virus, whatever you want to call it. We also pray for those who have lost loved ones during this period of time. We pray for those who have been lost, that the Lord would open his arms and gather them into his kingdom above for eternity. In Jesus' name we pray. Here we go. Let's get started today. You know, the word today is innovation, you know, and and I want to talk about this because this is what America is about. It's what potentially can save the world. Remember, I've talked about it before. I refer to it as creative imagination. Everything that has been created beyond the natural things that God created. Remember, God provided us everything we need excuse me, to be a prosperous and successful world, to feed all the people and to do all the things necessary, it requires innovation. The action or process of innovating, a new method, idea, product, etc. The difficulty lies not so much in developing new ideas, but in escaping from old ones. John Maynard Keynes. Leaders innovate. By late 1800s, large cities all around the world were drowning in horse manure. This is a good story, folks. In order for those cities to function, they were dependent on thousands of horses for the transportation of both people and goods. The huge number of horses created problems. The main concern was the large amount of manure left behind on the streets 
as the horses would produce an average of between 15 to 35 pounds of manure a day. Whoa! The manure in city streets also attracted huge numbers of flies and spread typhoid fever and other diseases. Each horse also produced around two pints of urine a day. And to make things worse, the average life expectancy of a working horse was only around three years. Horse carcasses had to be removed from the streets, but the bodies were often left to purify so the corpses could be easily, easily sawn into pieces for removal. Public streets were literally beginning to poison people. The crisis became known as the Great, the great Manure Crisis of 1894. Well, ultimately, this problem was solved by a guy named Henry Ford who created the horseless carriage, the automobile. So isn't that interesting when we think of innovation, the problems that we have laying in front of us today, it's gonna require innovation. It's gonna require creative imagination. And if you are not developing yourself to utilize those gifts that each of us have from God above, creative imagination has to be nurtured and, and enjoyed and, and created. You need to become the you that you were meant to be. Remember when you were born, a problem was solved. You know, we were talking about debt today. And, and one of the ways to solve debt that I use is permanent whole life insurance with dividend paying mutual life insurance company. And I teach people how to get out of debt nine years or less without spending a dollar more than they're already spending. But there is a bunch of lies, Busting the Life Insurance Lies by Kim Butler. Great book. Today's, today's <laughs> life insurance advisors get paid too much. You know, this is a comment that I have heard over my career. And, and you know, the buyer tends to think that advisor is pushing the one with the biggest commission, not necessarily the right one. Now, I'm not going to go through all of this stuff here, but I, I want to make it really clear. If I buy a $10,000 premium life insurance policy the first year, I make 55 or 60% of that $10,000. I get a renewal in year two and ongoing for the first 10 years. So in year one, I would make $6,000. Let's assume that we bought a $1 million death benefit policy on a 35 year old person. So this million dollars was 0.6 was the commission on it. Get the idea? When you look at securities and, and stock sellers, financial advisors that manage money with stocks and bonds, they make anywhere between one and 2% each and every year. So in year one, it might be a small 1% on a million dollars is how much? Isn't that $10,000? 1%, but they get that every year. And as your account grows, their income grows. So in 10 years, they would have earned $60,000. I'm sorry, $100,000 in 10 years. And you would have earned 6,000 in the first year and 6,000 in renewals over the first 10 years. So by comparison to this million dollars, the life insurance agent over 10 years made $12,000 in this example, 
but the stockbroker made $100,000 and he makes 10,000 or more each and every year going forward based on the account value. So maybe in 10 or 12 years, the account value doubled to $2 million and now his income's 20,000 a year. So over time, you will find that the lowest paid advisor out there is with life insurance. Regardless of what kind of policy you buy, it doesn't make any difference. So with that being said, I'm just trying to attack some myths that exist in the financial marketplace that have been created by unscrupulous salespeople because there is a law called the, the, yeah, I'll think of it, twisting and rebating. And, And I, as a financial advisor, cannot say anything bad about another person or another company if the end result is to obtain a sale, but it happens every day in the marketplace. Our focus today is really on debt. You know, nobody wants to work, government pays to stay home. I I don't know where the government's getting the money. Now this article I'm gonna share with you is from the Wall Street Journal and it was January of 2019. You get the idea? This was before, this was a year before the pandemic. American Economic Association put bluntly, Mr. Blanchard said, public debt may have no fiscal cost. (laughs) This view known as modern monetary theory rests on false premise. One is that the U.S. government will likely be able to borrow at low rates indefinitely. Another that is, is that so long as the U.S. nominal growth rate is greater than the rate at which its government borrows, America will always grow its way out of debt problems. Never mind that amid full employment and low interest rates, according to the IMF, the U.S. has a general budget deficit of more than 5% of gross domestic product, and the general government debt level exceeds 100% of GDP. Even if the government borrowing rate were to stay low, the public debt to GDP ratio would still increase indefinitely. Growth is no panacea. Say we accept the nominal U.S. growth continues to exceed government borrowing costs by one percentage point. Starting from America's high debt level, the budget deficit, excluding interest payments, would need to be less than 1% of GDP to stabilize the public debt ratio. Modern monetary theory rests on dangerous false premises. The U.S. won't grow its way out of the red. The peak of the business cycle, the U.S. general government deficit, excluding interest payments, is already around 3.5% of GDP. Even under ideal conditions, full employment, low interest rates forever, the public debt ratio would increase indefinitely. If the U.S. experiences a recession at any point, the budget deficit would swell as tax revenues decline, unfunded increases in infrastructure spending as proposed by Mr. Blanchard and other blah, blah, blah. Now, now listen to what I just said here, folks. This was 2019 in January 
of 2019. If the U.S. experiences a recession at any point, the budget deficit would swell as tax revenues declined. You know what happened in 2020, folks? This thing is absolutely bonkers because there's $30 trillion of debt. That's $224,000 per taxpayer. The unfunded liability is over $150 trillion. That is a million two per taxpayer. The interest last year, the interest last year was close to $5 trillion in interest and the government's revenue average for a year is 3.5, 3.4 trillion. Folks, we are in trouble. And unless we begin to hold politicians and those people running our government accountable, we are going to see the most terrible storm ever in history. Now, what I could describe as that storm is my opinion, but you take it any which way you want to, but this storm could consume everything. It could change the way we live, the way everything is in America. We need leadership that cares about America. We need leadership that understands fiscal responsibility and not spending money. The government is oversized. Much of the government, in my opinion, could be privatized and turned into profitable endeavors, which would take the tax burden away from you and I, the citizens in America. The government is not the panacea. The government cannot take care of us. They do not produce income. They only spread out and share income they take from people. And when they run out of people to take money from, that is when the real problem comes. Don't let this idea of socialism in America or around the world become the mantra of the future. God bless. Get my new book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. Get it at Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, any of the big booksellers. You can also go to cfo-project.com. There it is up there. Put in your name and email address. You'll get a link instantly. Be able to download a cover-to-cover -cover copy of that book. Let me make a comment about my book. There it is. There's my book. And if I look in the book just at the table of contents, and let me share with you some of the things that, that are in this book. Testimonials. Honorable Bob McEwen, former co retired congressman of the state of Ohio. With being a former congressman, I have met Tom over the years through the people I work with. I have found that he has a great way of thinking about money, how to manage it, and shows you that what, it can, what, what he says can be mathematically proven. He's a man that can make anyone understand the way you can make your money work better for you. Here's another one, Mr. Jody Victor. Many authors can write, but Tom writes and thinks along with the reader. This is a must read book. 
So I look at this and, and what is going on in the book. Chapter one, why the family money farm? Interesting read folks. This book has the potential to literally change your life. The stuff that is in this book is unbelievable. Control, those with the gold make the rules. There's a good one. But anyway, get it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, go to cfo-project.com. We'll see you again here tomorrow at noon with more enlightening, exciting information on how to survive the storm as it surrounds us. The clouds are getting dark. It's a cloudy day here in Western Pennsylvania, but believe me, the storm is coming. I can feel the winds starting to pick up. Just watch the news and see the things that are going on around us that really don't make any sense. God bless.